Coming to you from the Gardner-Webb University Podcast Studios, welcome to Web Chat Episode 12. Today we're really excited to explore the Gardner-Webb University Division of Student Success with several guests, and I'm going to let each of them share their names, share their titles, and also a little bit about what those titles mean, what they do here uh, at Gardner-Webb. So we'll start over here uh, to my right, and so if you're listening just look to your right, and that's that's where our first guest would be sitting. Yeah, thanks for having us, uh, Noel. We're excited to be here. Uh, my name is Ryan Irk. Uh, I serve as the executive director and the division of student success here at Gardner Webb, and um, essentially our our sort of purpose as a division is to help all of our students thrive in a community of growth, and so we enact that through um, a number of different programs, uh, initiatives, through the actions of all of our departments, um, a few of them which are represented here today. So yeah, we're excited to be here, excited to have some conversation about kind of our resources and what we offer students and, and really how we can help our Gardner Web community be more successful. Yeah, so, so get prepared because I want to ask you about those resources and what you offer coming up shortly. So, so Perfect. get your notes, get your notes. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Carrie Drake Baker and I'm the Director of Academic Services for Student Athletes. Um, my role is we have about 600 athletes um, that are on our campus uh, with 22 division sports. And so our job is just to make sure we're giving our students the resources to excel. Um, being a student is important, uh, but also being an athlete is also important. And we want to um, know that they do well on the field, but our biggest thing is for them to graduate and we want them to just give the resources to be successful. And Carrie is a veteran for the podcast here. This is your second time? Yeah, this is okay. my second right. time. So when you get on for a third time, you actually get a prize. Yes. So when you wait. come back, we'll, have, we'll have, some, uh, have some parting gifts for you as well. Hello, my name is Kara Alvis, and I'm the Director of Success Initiatives and the First Year Experience. So with that, my role kind of oversees the, the first year course known as the University 111 course, um, which is a kind of a class to help you with your transition to college for first year students, get them acclimated and to know about the variety of uh, resources we have on campus. Awesome. Welcome. Good to see you, Kara. Uh, Edwina, uh, welcome. Hi, thank you. My name's Edwina Roselle, and I'm the Director of Persistence and a Student Success Coach. Um, I work with students in the capacity of an advisor. Also, if students are having any kind of difficulty, we can work with them to get through those difficulties. Um, as an, a success coach, an academic coach, we sometimes have options that students are not aware of, and it's just great to have them come in and talk with us so we can help them figure out a plan moving forward. Yeah, looking forward to talking a little bit more about the academic success coaching a little bit later on in, in this episode as well and what that is and why that's important. So, so hold on to that for a potential question as well. Well, Ryan, back to you, uh, the Division of Student Success. Tell us a little bit about um, the resources that are offered and, and why you feel this division is so important uh, to Gardner-Webb University and to our students. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in kind of answering, you know, the, about the resources we have and the importance of our division, I also kind of want to talk about who we are as a division. Because um, student success can kind of seem like a broad term, right? When you hear student success, it's what does that mean? Um, what, what does that kind of imply? Success is, is a very sort of generic, general um, a term there to apply, but essentially our, our mission and our division um, is to provide resources and support to educate, equip, and empower all students to succeed academically and personally in their unique college journey. So at the end of the day, our mission is kind of, um, yes, about academic support, but ultimately about the holistic support 
that we want to offer students. And so that's that's sort of done through the different departments that were just introduced here. Um, and I'll add our Knoll Center for Disability Resources. Uh, Cheryl Potter is our uh, director in that area. Her and her team do a, a fantastic job at, at providing resources to any of our students with uh, documented disabilities. Um, but as was kind of mentioned uh, in terms of academic mentoring, success coaching, tutoring, writing assistance, um, uh, study hall programs, leadership development for student athletes, disability resources, that's sort of the, the breadth of our scope of, um, of support that we offer. So uh, though we're sort of classified as like an academic support area, we don't, we don't really want to just limit what we can offer to students to help with their grades, right? right? Because at the end of the day, the college experience is, is, yes, happening in the classroom, but a large chunk of it is happening outside of the classroom, right. in the residence hall, in the lab, on the athletic field. And so we're always sort of exploring what can we do, primarily through partnership with other departments across campus, but what can we do to sort of help underscore that, that resource and that support that we want to offer as an institution to our, our Gardner-Webb students. But well, we are just uh, a short, uh, short time away from students uh, filling our campus again for the fall semester. And uh, it, it's always exciting to me as I see that uh, new student orientation, as I see the, the residents, uh, directors coming in, and, and I start seeing that life come back. And it is amazing. I, 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 live in a, I live in this college town, and I love this seasonal, cyclical nature of what we see yeah. uh, on a college campus where there's just this vibrant life. And, and then, uh, you know, at the end of that season, as you come into May, there's this, this time you kind of breathe a little bit, and it's, and it's different. But um, you see some students that choose to stay here um, to build their careers and their lives here and raise families here, and then others go off. But there's always new and freshness happening on this campus, and so much of that is because of the work that you do in the Division of Student Success. And as I'm thinking about these new students um, and as they're preparing, some of these students preparing for college life and some have maybe a general idea of, of what to expect, but some of them don't know. So what are the essential things that maybe they should be thinking about uh, as they prepare and transition into to college life? And, and I'll send this out to, to Ryan and uh, Kara both and if anybody else needs to chime in or wants to chime in, that's fine as well. Yeah, so I can get started with that one. I, you know, the first thing I would tell our, our brand new students is go to class. <laughs> it seems like, uh, like a no-brainer, but um, just being present and attending class is really one of the best predictors mm -hmm. of their success during that first semester of college. Um, you know, students have more autonomy. Uh, when we're specifically talking about our, our kind of traditional undergrad students. They have more autonomy in college than they're typically used to, all right? And sometimes that translates into, well, I don't really need to go to class. Nobody's making me do this. Um, and, and, you know, we just find that that doesn't, doesn't play out well for their success. So being present in the classroom, though, again, yeah, seems like kind of a, well, of course, um, it's sometimes a challenge for students. They get here and they, they don't have someone necessarily waking them up. Right. You know, and, you know <laughs> bugging them to get out of their dorm room um, to go to the uh, to their early morning classes. And so um, 
building a plan for, for doing that, um, working on time management to do that. Those are really important things when students get here in their first semester. Yeah, I, I remember when I came to college, I was one of these non-traditional students that took uh, um, uh, five, five gap years <laughs> in between high school and college before I came. And I remember for me, there was this fear of, do I even remember how to study? Mm-hmm. Do I even remember how to do that? And, and you're right. It's, uh, it, is, um, it is independence you have to mm-hmm. learn. It's not independence that, um, that is forced on you where someone says, okay, you need to wake up. I'm making you be dependent on me to wake you up. You have to figure that out. But I remember that, that kind of learning curve for me, but I was determined I was ready at, at that time as well. Yeah, I think on that note, too, a lot of students have a a variety of emotions that come with college. You know, college is scary. College is intimidating. And it is all of those things, but it's also um, the time that you really um, develop and grow into, you know, the unique, um, you know, gifts that God has given, you know, and you kind of see into who you are as a person. Um, But I think it's important for students coming into college to recognize that the support that they have, you know, people at the university are for them, um, because, you know, at the end of the day, college is a business and we want to support students academically, spiritually, socially. And so there's resources in place for students to kind of take hold of. Um, and, and so as, you know, university, whatever area we're serving in, just recognizing that, you know, we are serving students ultimately, um, and we have a variety of resources that students can, can take advantage of. So just recognizing they have those opportunities and support and we're cheering them on in every step of the way. Yeah. That's why we're all here uh, when it gets right down to it, we're here for the students in whatever position we have uh, as faculty or staff. That's that's why we're here. And I, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that support aspect because I remember when I came to college, because um, I was a non-traditional student, I was going to be living off campus. And the apartment I was going to be moving into wasn't vacated. And so here I am trying to settle in as a college student, trying to figure out where to stay. And I remember at that time, the support services that were there like, hey, you know, we're going to guide you through this. We're going to help you. You know, what are your challenges? And that's so valuable mm-hmm. to help students overcome some of those early speed bumps that, that that sometimes may keep them from moving forward. So it's nice to know that that, that continues to be a, a part of uh, Gardner-Webb's campus and even more so how it continues to grow. Um, uh, when I came uh, as a non-traditional student, I was also a almost a first-generation student. My dad um, got a degree, but it was much later in life, so he did not have that traditional college experience uh, either. And um, so, Edwina, one of the things that I think you um, can maybe spend some time talking about is how can parents, um, guardians, or even maybe siblings and other family members, um, you know, help support these college students as they're uh, trying to figure out this transition into college life. Yes, um, and families can be huge supports for our students because they know them best. They know what their struggles are. And, you know, as a mom, you know your child and you know when they're going through something and probably more and quicker than we will here. So I think having an open ear, being able to listen to students, to their child, you know, to listen to those struggles and at the same time not solve those struggles for them, mm. but um, guide them in how they can do that themselves and 
you know, just kind of be there to hear what's going on and remind them that they are strong enough to do this, that they're, you know, capable of doing it, and that college is not always easy. Um, you're going to get in classes and you're going to have some times where you're like, I really don't want to do this, but you can do it. You can get through it. And I think our parents and families reminding their students of that is very helpful. And also reminding our students of the resources that are on campus, because sometimes students get in the middle of it and they forget, you know, I do have other options. I just didn't think about it. I didn't use them. And so reminding students of those options and reminding students about communication to make sure that they're staying open, talking to their professors is a huge help for their students. Uh, Edwina, you mentioned earlier when we were doing the introductions uh, about academic success coaches, and we're fortunate here at Gardner-Webb to have that. Um, I'm sure that um, that really can help students with the challenges they face in college life. So explain, if you would, what are academic success coaches? What do they provide? Uh, why is it a benefit, and why do you feel it's essential for life, especially at Gardner-Webb? Well, if you think about it, even when, whenever you have a life struggle or something you're trying to get through, you know yourself better than anyone else does. You know your struggles. You know what your options are. And with coaching, it's not necessarily telling students what to do, but helping them to figure out what they need to do and what options are best for them. And when you let the student, not let the student, but encourage the student to do that themselves, then they come up with a plan that will work. And it will work because they've taken into consideration all of the other things that are involved in their life, whether that's working or, you know, helping with a younger sibling or whatever that might be. They know what those other issues are and they can put a plan together to work around that. And you just kind of need to be a sounding board and keep reminding them of what their other options might be to go down that road um, to the path of success. There's uh, a process that you can do in coaching called um, the tunnel, and it's the tunnel of change. And you start with what the problem is, and you go through, and you talk about, okay, so what will you do next, and what will you do next, and and how will that work out? And it kind of leads you down to, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And at the end of it, the student has a plan. They can leave with a plan in place and manage to solve whatever that barrier was that was stopping them from being successful so they can move forward. So, And then, of course, academic coaches, they also have the knowledge of the terminology and the information that's academically imperative for students to know that they may not know. They may not even know what questions to ask. And so that's where we come in and we can help students. So we're all here for that success, and I, I think the, the name of your division fits so well with what we all want to do for, for our students. And for those new students, there's an opportunity, um, Kara, for, called the first year experience. And, and you mentioned a little something about that earlier. I'd love for you to talk more about this, of course, it is required uh, for first year students. Offer some background on the value and the experience of this for our students. Yeah, so I think this class kind of covers a lot of different areas to really aid the student in the transition from high school or wherever they're coming from as they transition into college. Because college, you know, is a little bit more academically rigorous. You know, you have to find a community. You have to learn kind of things again. Um, so in a sense, it's kind of starting over. And so the goal of this class is to kind of aid in that transition in a positive way. You know, we want to encourage students to attend all classes. Specifically, this class is a really is designed to um, to find community, you know, to learn campus resources, to understand, you know, the academic setting, you know, in a way that students feel comfortable 
asking questions, you know, that they might not be as comfortable asking, you know, their math professor or things like that. And so they're paired with a student peer leader and then also a faculty member that serves as the instructor. And so they kind of serve as the mentor um, throughout the semester. And, you know, hopefully they, you know, will continue to develop those relationships um, until the time that they leave Gardner-Webb. So it's really designed for uh, the holistic experience for them to grow as they're starting out, getting acclimated, learning the campus and things like that. So we had uh, a recent guest was um, a, um, an alum who taught on many of those aspects and what we've shared here today. He was a student athlete. His name was Donnie Thurman. And, and Donnie just shared about his Gardner Web experience and about that transition and about he realized, okay, I'm, I was, you know, National Beta Club president. I was incredibly smart in high school, and I could get by without working really hard in some of my classes. But the college experience was much different, especially for a student athlete. And uh, he said he came in and um, had a um, an awakening pretty early on in that process. And one of the things that that we provide at Garden Web is access to assist student athletes uh, and, and carry out a love for you to talk about the population. We have such a huge population of student athletes uh, and they have additional um, challenges to consider. Um, I talk about some of those challenges like uh, eligibility, compliance, and missing classes. Um, what are the resources that Garden Web offers, especially through your office, to help them through this time uh, as student athletes at Garden Web? Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes we don't realize by the time a lot of us have woken up in the mornings, um, our student athletes, some have already had practice. Um, they've had meetings. Um, I know when I get up, there's a lot that's already happened. I know in their, in their world. Yeah. Um, and so it is, uh, you know, you could look at it kind of a full-time job being a full-time student and going to practice and there's meetings and there's, um, getting athletic training if you're injured. And so there's a lot with that. And so um, with my job, you know, my main concern is just NCAA eligibility is making mm -hmm. sure we have different criteria that our students have to hit every semester for progressing toward degree. Um, and we're just kind of that one place that they know they can come to um, to get help. Um, I, we've had jump start this summer and I've been meeting with a lot of, you know, incoming freshmen and transfers. And I just keep telling them, if you don't know where to start, you come right in my office and mm -hmm. let's start here um, because, and it's all about communication. Kind of Edwina was talking about communication is the key and um, we want to keep that open because if you're struggling in classes, um, you, maybe you missed an assignment. The first thing sometimes, sometimes they'll do is just find me and I'll say, well, did you, did you talk to your professor? You know, like what have you done? And so it is kind of going through, they're just going to go to the person who thinks it's going to fix the problem. And a lot of times we can't fix right. it. We've just got to direct them right. and help them figure that out, like what Edwin was talking a minute ago. But um, but when you are in season, um, student athletes are practicing up to 20 hours a week, but that doesn't include travel. Right. They have games. and Some of our sports don't miss a lot of class, but then we have some sports that miss a lot. And so, um, and they're all very... A lot of them are high academic achieving. Mm -hmm. Not that our all not all our student athletes are not. They're all that way. But some, you know, missing a class like nursing. Mm. Um, we have nursing majors, exercise science, business. We have every major, and missing class can be detrimental just for one day. Um, but it's all about time management, communication mm -hmm. um, when you're missing classes. Because um, just I tell students, just because you leave the state for a meet or a match. 
work still continues. Right. Um, you have to turn in work, um, especially in technology times. Yes. You submit it online, <laughs> so you still have to keep going. Right. Um, and even like when swimming has conference championships, they're gone for a whole week. Between events and everything, those students are doing work and constantly keeping up with their schoolwork, even though they're having you know, one of the busiest times for them um, in their sport. Um, but it's just all about handling that. And right. we just want to be a one-stop place that they know they can come to um, because I care what happens, like I said earlier, on the field. Um, but I really care for them as a person and making sure that in all aspects of their life, kind of like what we've all talked about in, in our different areas, is making sure that they're okay. And if they need help, then we'll get that. Um, and we also deal with student-athlete development in my area. Mm -hmm. So we um, make sure that they're getting the help they need, um, like getting access to a sports psychologist. Um, so, And we offer um, a lot of mental health and working with the counseling center to make sure that they're um, getting everything that they need. We really want our students to succeed in life, and that's what ultimately each of um, the offices under uh, the Division of Student Success, student success uh, will help these students do. But we, we also want to keep them on track for graduation. And uh, sometimes that's a little more difficult and challenging. Some, some students are able to do it on their own without a lot of resources, but others do need every ounce of, of resource that we can provide. So, so what are some of the tricks or some of the tips that you can offer to our continuing students. Students are here now, maybe they've got a year or two under the belt. How can we keep them on track? And I'm opening this up on the, on the floor for anyone that wants to, to chime in. Uh, I think one of the most important things students need to remember is when it's time to register, to register on time and not wait. Um, if you, especially if you're an athlete, if you're an honor student, if you're a senior, you are one of the first ones to register that enables you to get the courses that you want that will fit your schedule best so that you can get everything in that you need, especially when you're very busy. Our honor students, our athletes, they need to make sure their schedules work. So that's, that's huge in them being able to do that and get the credits every semester they need to stay on track. Okay, um, I think, too, is um, they have a great access in their major advisor. Okay. Because um, when mm -hmm. students come in um, to campus, we are their primary advisor for um, new freshmen and transfers. Um, but when they declare their major, they will get, you know, their major advisor. But they also keep us. Right. And I think that's a big thing is that we're working with those major advisors. And, and sometimes students are like, well, what am I going to do? And I'm like, well, you also need to understand like, go meet with your advisor, and then if something doesn't, you know, um, feel right, or maybe, because sometimes students won't communicate what they're trying to do, because all of a sudden in their head, they're like, well, I want to graduate a semester early, or maybe I want to add a double major, um, but having maybe a non-realistic timeline, mm -hmm. and so they can always come back to us, too, and also go to their major advisor, and we can all kind of work together to make sure they're reaching their their goals. Yeah. Um, and, um, and also like with new freshmen, they're bringing in, we have a lot of dual enrollment credits coming in, um, AP credits. And so right. some of them have a shorter time period to graduate. And so we all want to kind of work together to make sure that they're the goal that they have to graduate. We're helping them meet that. That's great. Yeah. There were a few things that I was thinking about in terms of, uh, sort of aiding our, our continuing students. And so I would echo what, what Carrie said in terms of staying in touch with your advisor, uh, making a plan to, to graduate on, on time. I mean, that 
when you want to graduate on time, every semester counts yeah. in that regard, right? In terms of uh, keeping pace with those hours, doing the things you need to do to make that happen. So, um, yeah, staying in touch with your advisor is big. But I would also say staying in touch with your professors, even if they're not your major advisor. There's mounds of research that talk about the value of student-faculty interaction. So whether it's a uh, continuing student or a first-time student, I mean, taking the time after class to go up, and I know sometimes this seems dated, but introducing yourself to your instructor, um, visiting them in their office hours. If you see, we're, we're a small campus, right? right? Very collegial, relational in nature. If you see your professor out and about on campus, wave, say hi. Those are the types of relationships that I think really allow students to feel like they belong, like they're a part of the community, and ultimately can help them you know, kind of stay on track to graduation. And then the other thing I would add is uh, I would encourage students to get help before they need it, okay. right? Um, so I like to tell students, don't wait until you feel like you're drowning. Mm-hmm. Um, we have tons of resources, a lot of which we, we've talked about today, sort of across our campus. Um, but students have to be willing to kind of take that step and take advantage of some of those resources here. So whether that's uh, offerings and services that we have within the Division of Student Success, writing, tutoring, academic coaching, things like that, um, but also other areas. I mean, Carrie mentioned counseling services, so Stephanie Allen and the work that they do over in counseling, or even getting plugged in, getting involved on campus through, you know, uh, Brian Arnold and Jessica Roduli and Hope and uh, Saunders, that area and student engagement. Um, those type of things are really important for the college student experience. And though they're not necessarily happening in the classroom. We know that a lot of, of, of kind of keeping on track to graduation, finding your niche, feeling like you belong, mm-hmm. that happens in and out of the classroom almost equally as students progress throughout their time. So, so if uh, prospective students, current students, or even parents, uh, families listening, want to connect with the, uh, the umbrella uh, of the Division of Student Success, what's the best way to do that? Well, I think um, finding our uh, our contact info online. Right? Okay, okay. Um, all of our contact info and sort of all the respective areas that we've talked about today are listed on there. Um, that's a really great place to start. Okay. And then well, at the end of the day, if a student finds himself in need and they don't know where to turn, um, like Carrie kind of mentioned, come and see us. Mm-hmm. We're in the Tucker, most of our services are in Tucker third floor. Our Knoll Center for Disability Resources is in Frank Nanny Hall. So if a student needs some services from there, stop by. Um, so we, we, we're not limited to phone calls. We're not limited to emails. And we're not limited to um, in person. But any combination or variation of those three forms of, of connecting with us, we, we welcome students. Wonderful. Well, I always like to to throw out one final question that um, sometimes over the course of dialogue, when you're spending time talking, something pops up that maybe I didn't ask. And so I want to throw that out there. Is anything that, that came to your mind or something you want to make sure you share that, that we didn't touch on relating to your division? This is kind of open to the floor. And if not, that's fine. But I just wanted to make sure I threw that out there. I think bottom line is we are here for the students. Mm-hmm. So anything... Any barrier that the students are having, come see us. That's, that's our whole job. That's our whole purpose here. Come see us. Let's work through it together. Wonderful. And I would add on that note, you know, first-year students and seniors kind of often have, you know, a halo over them. You know, they're kind of, you know, more the spotlight at times. But I would encourage um, second and third years or whatever year that you are, you know, you, you are equally as important and, and can make an impact. You know, you you have the ability to, to come and utilize the resources and um, should, you know, take advantage of those things. Wonderful. 
Yeah, and I was I just keep kind of going back to our faculty too. Um, we're a great resources, but I know when I was in college, I looked at my faculty um, like they were scary human beings, and I didn't want to get to know them. Yeah, some but of my, them are. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but my parents could see my grades. My grades reflected my relationship with my professors. And so it's just getting them go to office hours, like Ryan was saying. And, you know, and it's like, come see us. I mean, we're there eight to five Mm -hmm. and sometimes longer, depending on what day, but we just want them to connect because the more you connect in all aspects, that just makes things so much better and easier that you don't feel like you're just in your dorm room alone and you're not able um, you don't have any help, and being a smaller campus—that's what's so special about this place—is that you're not, you're not alone. Yeah. You there's somebody that's not far, and you can come into Tucker, and it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. floor you get to, somebody's going to be there to help mm-hmm. and can guide you to the right, to the right office. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, and I, I would say I really hope listeners, you know, through this can can see that as a as a division. Our goal is to help our Gardner-Webb students excel in and out of the classroom, um, stay on path to graduation, and then ultimately succeed so that they can cross the stage a few years really just ready for whatever's next. Thank you all again for spending time with us right here on WebChat. We've had representatives here from the Gardner-Webb University Division of Student Success uh, joining us for Episode 12 uh, of WebChat. Uh, Remember, you can find and subscribe to all Gardner-Webb University official podcasts just like these on any of your favorite platforms, and you can follow Gardner Web News and events online at gardner-web.edu forward slash news. For Web Chat, I'm Noel T. Manning II. Thanks for joining us.